for Truth with a Texas Twang, Fireside Talk Radio, the show where women ponder the things we store in our hearts. Host Kathy Carathy invites experts to talk openly about what women care about, like how to create lifelong companionship, dealing with mental illness in our families, bullying at school, and many others. You name it, we talk about it. Listen in now as Kathy helps us find answers to our most tender questions. anyone. Welcome to Camp Crafty's Fireside Talk Radio, where our goal is to ponder over all the tried and true stuff we women store away in our hearts as we knit our families together in lifelong fellowship. Our favorite verse on this show is that Mary kept all these things and pondered them in her heart, Luke 2.19. We want to thank our sponsor, Home Instead Senior Care provides trustworthy, kind-hearted senior home care services in your loved one's home. At Home Instead, it's about providing the highest quality home care services to fit you and your family's needs. And I just want to thank you for joining us today and welcome Anna. We are in for a treat because we have a fabulous topic today. Hi, Anna. Hi, I am so excited. This is a fun that show. Is- this is a good one. I'm really grateful. I'm, and, and guess what our topic is? Uh, I saw prayer on there. That's the part I'm most excited about. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. It is. It is. Prayer is on the list, but it's gratitude expressed in I prayer know. is kind of my thought, we, what I was thinking we would do. Uh, one of the character qualities we want to talk about is being devoted, loving others well, and thereby giving glory to God. So, yeah, prayer is a big part of it. I love that tie-in to the idea of gratitude, that, that cultivating gratitude involves talking to the God of the universe a lot. That makes complete and utter sense to me. <laughs> me too. Me too. Um, well, I'm just excited about this show, and, and I'm excited to talk to you about it. As you know, gratitude is one of the things that I consider a superpower like it to me it is one of the most powerful forces in the whole universe and certainly in our lives I, i'm going to paraphrase here but the association is so strong to me the idea of praying without ceasing and in all things with gratitude that, yeah. that combination um of it like you said it's a superpower and it's definitely something that god wants for us do you remember all the things I was going to say grateful for I prayed for oh that's so interesting (gasps) wow I'm going to write that down Um, okay I'm writing that down right now all the things (laughs) I I know nobody wants to listen to me do this don't let me forget I want to I want to catch that as a meme that is so Um, good do you know the first thing that came to mind when I read through our topic for today was my dear Meemaw, your mom. And even as a kid, like, she was my Meemaw, and she never talked about faith or spiritual things. And then at some point in in those last years of her life, she did. And with friends along the years, I've had the, the drive to pray for them often or pray hard, or I just long for them to be people of, you know, who love God, who want God. And I wanted that for my Meemaw, but... um. I don't know. I just, it, she, her faith and the fact that I got to see it is one of the things I'm most grateful for. And I prayed for her my whole life from the time I knew 
that she never talked about God until she started in the, those last years of her life. I, it was the first thing that came to my mind when we started looking at this show. Yeah, that's so interesting. I love my mother's was, testimony that the part I know of it. Um, she was such a dear human did, being and so influential her whole life and a grateful human being. And, um, and I was so thankful that I got to pray for her and then that it, that there in the last few years, she started really talking about spiritual things and loving God. You know, we, we had had questions about whether she was a deist, which is someone who believes in God or someone who has put their faith in Christ. And so we had a lot of questions about that. And we would talk to her often about matters of faith privately, but she was very private about that. There's, there's a whole tradition. She, uh, she and dad raised us in the Methodist church and there's a whole tradition of some denominations where even saying Jesus name out loud is kind of, reverential so they they do say his name very carefully and not as often as say so personal even those of us who are vocal and delighted and and kind of out loud excited sometimes overwhelmingly so to other people it's still even for me as as verbose as i am about my faith and as excited as i am about it it is still deeply personal and and unique to me, like, how am I going to describe exactly what my faith is like to another human being? So I get what you're describing about my meemaw, but, but it was so delightful there at the end when she started to talk about things. That was, to me, and for, for me personally, such an answer to prayer to get to talk to her and have those conversations with her. I love that. And when I really first heard that she had uh, been vocal about her faith for my sister, and it I got it as a text, and this is what's so funny to me. I got I got that text, and it was right. We were sitting in the symphony, which I never I know exactly where we were, all of us in a row. Yeah, and it was it, it was that. Down, and I mean, I forget what the real name of this is, but you know, there's this can can song, like in westerns, they always have the girls kicking bum, the high bum, kick to the. Yes, that one. That's a yeah. famous symphony actually it's got a long tradition a very elegant tradition but in our life it was the can can song and so my dad loved that song and so we got that text from my sister while that was playing and i just passed it down the road at the symphony and to I'm kids so, and some of our dearest I'm friends so were in that non i'm non-audio so i don't remember the music at all mom in that moment but i could probably draw that scene because it was such a big deal to me like i rem- i remember who was with us and who i was sitting next yeah. to and it's just something that i'm so deeply grateful for i love that and you know it's interesting you bring that up that is that is a great example of how powerful gratitude is because i remember when i first became a christian long well when that much long before you were born just a few years before you were born but i was still in college and i remember my dad uh, they saw the change in my life and my dad asked me to pray for rain because we were in the middle of a drought and I said dad well I'll pray for rain but um, you know I, I don't know what God will do I'll just ask him I don't mind praying yeah. for it and it started pouring and my dad was <laughs> like somehow I did that uh, but I always felt that God just wanted my dad to know that he could hear prayers and he would answer and so and- we, he was he was so grateful for that rain. I don't think it ever rained again that he didn't think about that time that we prayed for rain and it happened. And, and of course, you know, 
you of know, course God it, was gracious just, with Docky. Of course he was. <laughs> I know. Well, that was just sweet, I thought. But it, it does go to show you, we we think so much alike. Because when I think about gratitude, my parents uh, being so vocal about their salvation was really dear to me. It's probably a highlight of my life for sure. It's something I'm eternally grateful for because I know for sure I will see them again because they both told me that they had put Jesus as their savior in their hearts. And there, that is, um, that's a little bit, I mean, I love to talk about Jesus. You know that I do every time I get a chance, but I don't always make these shows about that. So, but, but it's interesting that you brought that up. It's something that you are so grateful for. And we, we've seen that over and over where gratitude changes the people around, changes my heart, but it also changes the people around us. Anna, I have a quote. With. Yeah, it is definitely a powerful, energizing force. And so I pulled a quote today, and I want to read it to you because you'll love it. I mean, I've got several here, but this one, it really fits what we've been talking about. This is from John F. Kennedy, and he said that. As we express our gratitude, we must never forget that the highest appreciation is not to utter words, but to live by them. I was thinking of other things that I've been grateful for, for over the years, and, and prayer is really tied in so closely. Well, and, and when you think about and, it's not just words, it's also living by those you know, that practice. And, and the anticipation um, to to be thankful for what you have. Um, yeah, that takes so much mental self-discipline. But I was just thinking, like, my own faith. I don't remember when I started being a person of faith and wanting to follow Christ and loving God and knowing He loved me. And, but... You tell me that I was three, and I know, I know without a doubt, at least one of my grandmothers, and who knows, maybe great-grandmothers, other people in my life and world, had prayed before me before I was born. You and Dad, for sure. My aunts and uncles. Um, And so that was an answer to prayer. I'm so thankful for that in my life, in part because I don't remember it happening that that first time where I was like, okay, I'm, this is who I am. I'm a person of faith. Um. And my own kids and the things I've prayed for them over the years already. And they're just still tiny. (laughs) I know. I think we have, we'll get about two minutes before we have to go to the break. I knew this would be a fast uh, topic because you and I just love to talk about being grateful. I want to talk about how, how God, the connection between praising God and being grateful, how that empowers us. But before we go to the break, I want to say this, um, Oh, now I can't even remember. I'm already on to the next topic. (laughs) (laughs) I was just thinking about the process of thanking God for what you have and asking him for what you want or perceive as a need. And then part of that process being anticipation that he's going to provide for you and and give you something better than the good thing you ask of him. And how that anticipation then builds into thankfulness and the self-discipline of constantly renewing the thankfulness. And how it's all just, wrapped up in that conversation with him. I'm so glad that I have these recorded so that I can go back and write down everything you just said. I have 30 seconds. Don't forget, if you're not catching all this, 
Kathy Crafty, K-R-A, F is in Frank, V is in Victor, E is in Network.com. You can get our blogging sign up for it there, and I will transpose all this into a blog and send it out with all the hyperlinks. So you can find all the related topics, even some of these wonderful quotes we use. So stay with us. When we come back, we're going to be talking more about how gratitude empowers us to fulfill the plans God, good plans God has for us. Stay tuned for more adventures as we talk about the things women store and ponder in their hearts. More truth with a Texas twang when we return. Y'all to see my blue-eyed Sally. She lives way down on Shimbone Alley. The number on the gate and the number on the door. And the next house over is a grocery store. Hi, this is Kathy. As women, we have a lot to ponder, but even the toughest topics are easier when we open up authentically and share our tenderest wisdom with each other. During this break, I want to mention a special way you can help other women. You can sign up for our blog and share it with your friends. Our podcasts are designed to create tools to talk about the toughest topics at home or at work. You can help by going to Kathy Crafty, C-A-T-H-Y-K-R-A-F as in Frank, V as in Victor, E as in Edward, dot com. We hope you love sharing these conversational adventures as much as we love bringing in experts to tell their stories and share their wisdom. Truth with a Texas twang spoken here. My parents are getting older and I want to be there to help. But sometimes I spend more time taking care of them than my own family. It's starting to put pressure on my marriage, and I feel like I'm ignoring my kids. My parents need help. I need help. My mom wants to stay at home, but she honestly can't handle it on her own anymore. I've been taking care of her, but I just want to be her daughter again. I know mom feels the same way. I'm not sure where to turn. If you're struggling to care for your parents, you're not alone. Home Instead Senior Care can help. With personalized service and a personal touch, our caregivers will help your parents stay in the place they call home. Home Instead Senior Care. To us, it's personal. to thank our generous sponsors for making these candid conversations possible at Fireside Talk Radio, where we talk openly about the things women store and ponder in their hearts, where truth and Texas twang meet. Hey, welcome back. Anna and I are talking about one of our favorite topics, that is gratitude, and we're so glad you're with us today I want to say if you're listening in, we are grateful for you. We call, we never say our listeners. We always say our listening friends and our reading friends. And we're just so happy to be companions with you in this life. It makes me very, very grateful to God for you. Okay, so Anna, when we left, we promised to talk a little bit about why God loves our praise. And I used to wonder about this. I would think... What, why does God need us to praise him? Like, what is that about? Like, is that egocentric or what? So it was pretty funny to me when I finally figured out God is not actually egotistical. <laughs> like I am, right? 
<laughs> I like for people to tell me I did a good job. It make, I like that. It makes me feel good when I do a good job and I kind of know it and other people say, hey, you did a good job. I, I think that's kind of fun. I mean, I'm just going to tell the truth about that. So I just, I guess I had a skewed perspective of what God might receive praise, like why? And then I figured out, well, gratitude is so empowering that actually he wants us to give him our praise. And that in, in, in a full circle kind of way fills us up with energy to do the things that are like him, unselfish and devoted to others. So that's kind of interesting. I couldn't agree more. I was just thinking as you were saying all that, all the ways that plays into my world as an artist. Um, an, an unthankful heart. How, with an unthankful heart, how am I going to perceive beauty? How am I even going to notice it? How am I going to be creative? How am I, how am I going to have the energy, the, the wherewithal to brainstorm and try different ideas and come up with a new solution and rise to a challenge yeah. if my heart is, is ungrateful and, and stubborn and, I mean, you know, like the, the opposite of gratitude, taking everything for granted, um, that's going to completely undermine two of my favorite assets in being made in the image of God, creativity and the ability to identify beauty. Uh, both okay, of so are I'm, very tied to gratitude for me. Okay, so I want to ask you a question, and there's no right answer, but I do have a, an idea in my head of what I would answer. Ooh, so, you do yeah, this to me so, all the time. <laughs> Yeah, well, I mean, because I like to hear your answer, too. It often rounds mine out and adds, like, adds value to my answer because yours are usually different than mine. So, um, or sometimes. So, what do you, what, if you were going to give a couple of words that are the opposite of gratitude, what would you say? Entitlement. Ooh, that's a good one. Um, what else would I say? The opposite of gratitude. Control. Ooh. For me and for my toddlers, like when they're being ungrateful, it's easier to identify my toddlers than myself. What happens is I identify <laughs> in me. I pray, I identify it in them. I pray about it to God, and then I'm like, oh, wait, Lord, that's me too. Oops. Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> it's like yeah. a fountain. When I'm ungrateful, it just flows right over into my little toddler's heart. Oh, wow. Um, yeah. That's so interesting. But, uh, yeah, so probably entitlement and then then uh what's the what, like bucking authority um why can't i think of the word but not oh, being a person like under authority re rebellious yeah rebellion because um, when i'm thankful that means that i'm trusting in, in the providence of god and okay, relying so on him that's interesting I, the word i was thinking of the opposite of gratitude is discontented yeah um, at least that's how i view it in my life like i have many for many years ago, struggled with discontentment until it became a focus for me, contentment. And I discovered that through that process of giving up a bad sin, like a habit of sinfulness, of being discontented, then I discovered, oh, gratitude is a gratitude really, yeah, it's kind of an empowering emotion, like, and it's a choice. Huh. It, you know, you feel gra mom. grateful, but, but first you choose to be grateful. I'm so seeing that as a pattern I have to agree with what you're saying because, you know, I have never struggled with contentment on most things. There's a few yeah. big things in my life that I struggle for contentment. Um, and I've always said, well, it's about expectations. But in truth, yeah. And probably the reason I've struggled less with contentment is because I remember a moment in my childhood when you started just every other word you said was something about thankfulness and gratitude to us. <laughs> it was yeah. a definite pattern. And you were trying to redirect our family chemistry and, and habits. 
And so I'm, I'm uh, sure that that's part of my ease with being content is because of that moment in childhood where the pattern started to change. Well, and just so we're clear, I was really redirecting my own heart. But, but I think your right. point is well made that whatever's in mom's heart tends to kind of overflow to exactly. the family. Yeah. And that's a really good reason to, to ask God to fill our own hearts with his beautiful, loving, living Holy Spirit. Because then that living water just tends to splash around on everybody else. So, you know, I think I, I put, put this in the book that's coming out called The Well, The Art of Drawing Out Authentic Conversations. And so if, if you're looking for that, I, I hope you'll find that book. It's, it's coming out in the fall of 2020. So that's something to look for. And we, I went into a lot more detail about gratitude and about the power that it has in our lives. And speaking um, of Anna, power, I, yes. I, you said choice, and I want to come back around to that, because yes. choice, the, thing, the wonderful thing about God and free will, is choice is freedom. When you have a choice, it, that, that, mean, that is the definition of freedom. You get to choose. And yeah. if the choice of gratitude is such a good, wonderful, empowering one, and, uh, and in that context, we were talking earlier about examples of the self-discipline of gratitude. And I learned this from a dear friend when I was in college. I watched him. Instead of letting his boys say, no, quit, stop, no, he made them say, no, thank you. Every context, even when it wouldn't necessarily be considered the norm for the context, he made them say, no, thank you. And it, it was so much better to my ears, even as a college girl, that we did that with our kids. But what came out of it is not just no thank you. We say, yes, please. So my kids, when they're offered something, have the choice of saying yes, please, or no, thank you. And that is so freeing because it's just two choices. Well, I and then after say- they've chosen, they can clarify, you know, or add an addendum or whatever else they want to say. But they're thankful first. They're thankful for the opportunity, even if they're turning it down. Um, I and that you, I love- have been- Do what? We, we love that. We love how you're children say yes please or no thank you it, it is the sweetest thing it's hilarious sometimes they'll say no thank you because they don't want to do something and they think that settles the matter <laughs> right because it's so very polite I've actually had um, a sweet Sunday school teacher who told me that my, my children were the most politely defiant she'd ever had in her class <laughs> <laughs> well, your dad and I just threw a temper tantrum but instead of saying no I don't want to be <laughs> they said no thank you no thank you <laughs> <laughs> well, he, he's a smart boy, that's for sure. And and just sweet as can be. Their little hearts are so dear to us. Um, you know, that's another side effect of thankfulness. Now that you say that, and I'm thinking about my children, conviction, when you are self-disciplined to have a thankful heart, as often as possible you embrace that gift from God. When there is something in your life that is holding you back, that is your sin nature appearing, conviction happens so much more gently in a thankful heart. I guess that's true. I haven't had much encouragement on having conviction happen easily for me. (laughs) But, like, I'm thinking of my kids, and I'm thinking how their hearts, when their hearts are thankful, and they but they've disobeyed, their little heart turns right back to that true center place much more easily and quickly when they're thankful. And maybe that's why we're told in Scripture to be childlike. In our faith, I want to read you something from Marcus Tullius Cicero. So that's an ancient Ooh. person, right? From Greek. Right. 
three times. Um, he said, gratitude is not only the greatest of virtues, but the parent of all others. Isn't that a great quote? That makes total sense. I just love it. I, I think I think gratefulness is so empowering. And you know what's interesting to me, Anna, since I have wanted to cultivate that as a habit in my life, which has taken a bit of discipline on my part because it wasn't necessarily the most natural thing for me. Um, I have really noticed, I mean, I have people in my life, especially now, and every, almost every other word out of their mouth is grateful, thankful. They're, they're so in tune with every positive thing around them because they're looking for things to be thankful for. It's Mm -hmm. really refreshing to be around those people in my life. Because they're seeing the kingdom of God. They really are. I could probably uh-huh. name some, and I wouldn't even have to. I bet you could get to those names before I could even without talking about it out loud. We know there are just some people in our life who really are so refreshing because that is a, a big character quality in their life. So what's interesting to me when I think about those people who seem to have that natural habit of gratefulness or thankfulness they also are devoted to others. And, you know, we, I gave this definition. I want to read it again. Devoted means loving others well and thereby bringing glory to God. And I don't even have any idea why I have paired that with gratitude. But to me, those two things are so clearly linked. I'm thinking about the women's kitchens who I love. The places that were my safe spots in childhood, kitchens I would walk in and sit down and I'd be like, I want what this woman has. I'm so comfortable here. It's so content. Hear that word? Yeah. Those, I, I would put money on the fact that those were the most thankful women. They were a generation or half a generation older than me. And and I bet they were the most thankful in, in the group of women who I was exposed to as, as a child. Well, um, many of Many of those ladies that you're talking about, I happen to know who you mean, because you talked about it on a different episode when we did the one about sanctuaries, actually. You yeah, talked about how places. a kitchen a kitchen can be a sanctuary, so look for that if you're listening in for that episode. That was a great episode. But, but that same was generation. What I wanted. I'm sorry? The contentment. They were content. That's what I wanted. Well, I want to just mention this. One reason that generation stood out and is even called the greatest generation is because they had lived through the Depression and World War II, so they had truly known deprivation, and they were really grateful for all the blessings we enjoy in this country. Anna, you're not going to believe this. We have one minute left, so I need to give our closing stuff. I know. It went so fast. Oh, 30 seconds. I'm getting the, the message. <laughs> Kathy Crafty, K-R-A, F is in Frank, V is in Victor, E is in Edward.com is where you'll find all our blogs and stuff and our podcast. Anna is on many things with me, and I just love it when she comes on. Thank you, Anna. Don't forget, Fireside Talk Radio, Camp Crafty, that's where we talk truth with a Texas twang. Thank you for joining us today where we speak truth with a Texas twang about the very things that touch our hearts. Thank you for joining us today and we will see you again next week. Oh, Got in peace.